Can't lie, it's been a rocky road Nigga, I've been busy like the chef On Windy Hills at the Papa Do's Still grinding like it's pasta nose I'm off the coast Till Solo hit my line When the deal is closed Being Welcome back. This is Verbalized Truth. This is your host, Ant. And this is your co-host, Sherry Sheree. All right, guys. If you didn't have a chance to check out episode one, that was the icebreaker. We got a lot of great feedback, a lot of different things we're going to do we're gonna do different going forward. So we definitely appreciate all the likes, the ratings, the reviews, um, the 174 play. I definitely appreciate you guys. Hats off to that. Um, the goal for Verbalized Truth is to at least drop an episode at least once a week, if not twice a week. That way, we keep it going. We keep it spontaneous. We keep it the excitement going behind it. And I want to keep that momentum uh, as we continue to progress along. All right? So for tonight, guys, one of the main things we want to talk about is the five love languages. If y'all don't know those love languages, like myself when I was younger, I'm just going to go ahead and lay them out to everybody. So the five love languages you have, word of affirmation, physical touch, acts of service, gifts, quality time. So back when I was younger, I used to always believe in the physical touch. And that was just the young mindedness that I had coming up and the, the masculinity that I felt that, oh, it's all about the physical touch. But honestly, when you actually think about it, words of affirmation get to a woman's heart. But then you got the physical touch when you do get to that intimacy. But you also have to provide those acts of service to show that you really care and you really love somebody. But what person don't want to feel that gift? Being, being given something as an act of kind without anything respect in return. But all that boil down in a nutshell, you got to have quality time to provide it. Sherry, what's your thoughts on it? Uh, first, I'm just going to um, go back on what you said. So as far as um, your love languages, what do you feel is your love language? Honestly, I have a trait of all five. Like I say, if you would have asked me this 10 years ago, oh, physical touch, <laughs> right hand of God. But, you know, at this point now, it's more of, I can give you some words of affirmation. You may get a little physical touch. You may get a little at the service. But then I got to still become, turn around and provide that quality time. But in the end, all you're going to be looking forward to, or a gift will also be more so something that would be needed or not necessarily needed, but something that can just show you out to the world. I mean, what's your thoughts? Um, as far as like love languages, I think it goes, um, sometimes we could go deeper than that for women. As far as me, I'm more so, I love gifts and I love words of affirmation. I'm not big on the physical touch part of it, honestly, because <laughs> you don't want to go. <laughs> I ain't big on physical touch, y'all, because... You know, I still had trauma for when I was a child when stuff happened to me. So sometimes I'm not big on people touching me. Like, you know, I'd be like, chill or back off. Sometimes it might catch me off guard. But, you know, my husband more of a physical type person. Like, he want to be in my skin all the time. <laughs> and I'd be like, chill. You know, so my honestly, my love languages are, I would say, um, gifts and words of affirmation because I always want to know how you feel about me. That's just something 
this is something about me. I don't know why I'm like that. I need to know you love me, you care, you know. I'm always asking my husband, like, you love me? You know, like, I don't know. Even though I know he do, it's just something about hearing that from him. And so I will honestly say those are my most, my top two. For my husband, like I said, yeah, he more so of a physical touch type person. And he loves also words of affirmation as well. He also want to know, you know, what I feel. He loves just love to be loved. And that's what he always tells me. So that's all I have as far as like the love languages. Honestly, you know, Sherry made a good point, you know, as she identified trauma as a child, which it's a lot of people that have experienced a certain type of trauma, whether, whatever it is, you know, but at the end of the day, it ties into their livelihood, their adult life, the way they interact, the way they receive messages, the way they move around to a point where... If you're not paying attention to the signs and asking the right questions, then you may you may not even be knowing what's going on with the person that you're dealing with. So that is cute, and I think that is very important. So Sherry, like I say, I applaud you on that one. I appreciate it. So yeah, that's you know basically I just feel like everybody is different. You know, like some women like myself. You know, I've been through things growing up as a child, child trauma, basically, you know, so me being touched all the time, not that I don't appreciate my husband showing that type of affection toward me. Sometimes, like I said, it can catch me off guard and I'll be like, you know, I push him away and I don't mean to do it. It's just, you know, it's just something that I do. But we're going to go on to the next subject. And so um, we're going to have a Q&A session, too. That's when it's going to heat up a little bit. But um <laughs> Um, the next um, topic that we have is basically like trust issues. So I have major trust issues with everybody, you know, like because I just feel like when I let my guard down to trust people, um, they take advantage of it. And I know sometimes like I can appear to be like a mean person or, you know, I might look mean or whatever, but I'm not. And then, you know, when I get to know people and I let them into me, like, I'm an open book. So, if you know me personally, if I really trust you or, you know, if I feel like I, I can talk to you about anything, you're going to know my whole life story because this is how I am. But it be the times that I do trust people and, you know, let them in. That's when I find out the real, you know, and I'll be like, that's why I don't, you know, I don't like to deal with people and that's where... The trust issues come into play. So, how do you feel about um, trust issues? Like, how do you feel about it? Honestly, for me, man, it's crazy. Like, when you put your trust in something or went to someone, it's, it's big. Like, I just feel like once you break a trust, you can't never get it back because the end of it, going to be always that, that thought in the back of your mind, like, dang. Will they do something to dishonor my trust? Even in a relationship. Uh-huh. I mean, to a point where we have had our share of things, but once you break that trust, it's like now I'm trying to go through hell and back and just trying to gain a little ounce of trust back just because of dumb decisions, being inconsiderate, and just not eat, not considering the other person first. So, I want to say trust is big. Like I said, without trust, you don't have anything. 
and that's a partnership, a relationship, a marriage, a shacking up. I don't care what it is. Like I say, trust is the the ultimate key to anything that you do in life. And there's nothing without trust because if I can't sleep peacefully, like where am I with what the next person is doing with my partner, I would say, then that that would be it, it adding too much unnecessary stress on me. You know, and that is how I look at it. Okay. Um, so I got a question for you. Just one of my questions. Uh-oh. So do you feel like um you can fully trust a person one hundred percent after infidelity? Like, be honest. Honestly, <laughs> after inf- so when you speak about infidelity, it's a yes and a no. And I'm gonna take my time answering. I wanna make sure I answer it to the best of my abilities. But I say yes, you can fully trust a person only if you completely forgive that person and y'all work together to move forward. Now, if you don't truly forgive that person, then no, you can't trust that person again because every time you're going to think that that person is doing something or up to no good, it no, no matter what they're doing. I mean, I don't care if they could be getting, getting a haircut. It's going to be always, oh, who that is? A bee cutting your hair? Or who that is? A female cutting your hair? A female trimming you up? It's going to be always something, you know? <laughs> that just, in my opinion. Because it's going to be always something tied to another person being involved. Simply because of the hurt, the pain, and the trauma that it's caused. So, like I say, one of the things that I heard, and I heard it for a while, hurt people hurt people. And I say that to say that a lot of people went through trauma in their life, and they don't know how to properly love and care for somebody. And it takes for them to hurt somebody else. To realize the pain they cause, it's not a, it's not fair, but it's real life. Some people may not relate. Some people probably can't relate. I mean, like I said, I have seen a lot of things even from my parents' side of it to a point where people go through a lot of stuff. So you don't never know a person' past or history that could tie into the way they are. But once you start seeing different signs of that person. Then you have to make that that critical judgment and say, hey, either I want to move forward and deal with this or nah, you know what? You keep that old energy over there. I'm going to keep going. Okay. What about you? So the question again was, can you trust someone 100% after infidelity? My answer to that is, I would just say, I think that you can. But I think that if you're trying to build trust with anyone, especially when infidelity is involved, you have to be 100% transparent. It has to be, I want to know the whole truth, nothing but the truth, like we on trial. Tell me what's going on so that I will be like, if anything else was to happen, I would know. You know, like that's how I feel. Don't hold nothing in until something happened and then tell me because that means there is this added to you know, the issues that I have. That's one of the biggest things I help people. Like, I can love a person, and it sounds weird, like you can love somebody, but you don't trust them. But I think a lot of people like that. I love you, but I don't trust you. Or then I will always say, like I say to my husband, I just, I trust you to be who you are. Like, will you show me who you are? But I know that, you know, I still love you regardless. It just sounds crazy. 
And so, you know, that's my take on that. Anthony, you have I mean, um, honestly, when it comes down to trust, like I say, don't take it for granted. Because once you lose that trust, you got to work a hundred times more just to get it back. And it's no joke. Like, trust me. Like I say, we have been through stuff. We have been through stuff. Mm-hmm. We're still standing strong, don't get me wrong, but at the same time, as Sherry stated, it's a day by day. It's not something that is overnight. It's not something that, oh, it's fake love. Oh, they just put on for the um, Instagram, for the book. No, nah, ain't that like that. You know, like I said, at the end of the day, the love is genuine. But like I say, when somebody is hurt, it's hard for them to even express an ounce of love. So... You just got to always think about that first. And then, you know, one of the things I always see is that men jeopardize what they have at home, chasing behind a fantasy in the streets. All it is is a fantasy. If you go looking for a fantasy, it's a fantasy out here. That's one thing that everybody got to understand. I have, I have seen where if you go and tell a person everything that they're not getting... The next person you find going to be everything that you still told them you're not getting because you don't taught them the, the keys to the book, I'll say. So you gave them passage rights to access everything about you that you was lacking at home. And that's just what it is. That's the verbalized truth. Verbalized truth. Speak verbalized truth. truth. Okay. Um, so I don't have any more questions. You got anything? So my last, I got another question. You know, I ain't even my last one. Sherry don't really want to talk about it. But one thing I always heard, it goes into the lines of, are you compatible? Are you equally yoked? <laughs> so a lot of people always say that they're with somebody, but they're not compatible. Oh, I'll be compatible with this person. Oh, I met this person who wasn't even my type, and I'm compatible. But it's crazy how we put a... We put a spin on who we love, who we who we're with. We have experienced all type of love, whether we look at it from the zodiac signs of it, we look at it from the ages of it, from older age uh, people, younger age people. Even if we go and say, "Hey, I dated an older person," so we look at it from different sides of it. Even by looking at it to see if we're compatible, <laughs> so to a point where are we, are you equally yoked? For us, one of the biggest things I think we had because we were trying to find our equally yoke and compatibility by social media. So I don't think we was equally yoke in the beginning. True. But we got to a point where we found that balance within. And it wasn't anything from social media, nothing from the Zodiac side that it could tell her. It was something that we found within each other. To a point where... I pretty much know Sherry inside out. She know me inside out. I know what she like to do. I know what she don't like to do. Vice versa. So for us, it's like, yeah, he ain't gonna, he ain't gonna do that. Nope, let me go ahead and knock this out. I look around. Oh, no, nah, she ain't messing around with that one. I got it. But I just know certain things to a point where we can be at the stove. I can hear Sherry in my ear. Like, mm-hmm. I'm going ahead and pull out my car because I ain't got time for it. Come here later on. But that's just me already thinking thinking ahead. <laughs> and at the same time, it could be a situation where we may go somewhere 
and she already jumped, reaching out, he go, uh, you know, just hand it off to the person, or just, you know, just taking advantage. I mean, I don't look at it like, oh, it makes you feel anything other than, oh, okay. You know, but we have that that understanding, that balance. And that's how I look at being equally yoked. Yes, we we meet in the middle when it comes down to the intimacy side of it, the going out, the partying, you know, just having fun. I may say, hey, let's go deer hunt. She'll look at me like I'm crazy. But I guarantee if I put a gun in here, she's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to shoot it. And at the same time, you know, I was going to the gun range. It was some, It was a hobby that I love to do, but I was able to expose her to it, and she actually loved doing it. So it's all about just finding that balance within, no matter what you're doing, how you're doing it. And that's how I look at it whenever you think about equally yoke. What about you? So my thoughts on that, like sometimes, like with me and um, Anthony, I could be like, you know, just be me being by myself. And we always have, like, conversations like, like I don't think we equally yoke. You know, like, we, first of all, like I said, we are got married young. So, it happened pretty fast, our relationship, baby, like, our first child. Like, it was kind of a, a sad situation. So, of course, we didn't get a chance to really, truly know each other in the beginning like that. So, that's why we have had so many issues. But I would just call them growing pains because at the end of the day, I don't think I would trade my husband because I just feel like no matter what, he always got my back. Like, I, I don't have that need for anything or, you know, it's nothing that I want for or that I haven't had that I can't go to him and say I want it, that he hadn't provided for me. And it's not even about that. It's just about the fact that he's my person and I know that he got me. You mean how many people can just say, like, if I really, truly need somebody, they got me, and I know that that's my person. That's got me, period. So when it comes down to us being equally up to, like, I'm more so the spiritual one. I pray a lot, and my husband don't pray that much. So, you know, I mean, I don't need to put it out there like that. He don't pray. <laughs> he don't, he's not a praying person. So I'm just... Not saying that he don't pray. I've been I just, praying with the flu. <laughs> I never see him like pray, pray. Like I don't pray his face. Like you know, you gonna know it. So sometimes I would just question things like that too. But you know, it could be like how we were brought up in uh, like church. Like I grew up in church. He grew up in church too. But you know, from when we had our conversations or his experience visiting churches with me, people like we didn't do that at church. You know, so like that could be it. So sometimes I'd be like, well, that's, I don't think we equally up because of that. Nah, <laughs> I would jump in. Now, that, now, one of the things I try to tell Sherry, you know, I I know how to pray. I believe in God. I do all of that. You know, it's to a point where my faith may have wavered, you know, in my adult life, just some of the things that I endured, some of the things I experienced. But... I mean, I, I think that happened to everybody. So, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I pray. I can say a prayer right now, you know. It's nothing to me to do it. It's just me gaining my faith back, gaining more so gaining that spirit back to a point where I know I'm blessed. I know my family is blessed. And I always got to put God first in any and everything that we do. 
And at the end of the day, I always got to think about my wife when she get to think because one of the main things, you know, as I said before, finding that balance, if my wife is more spiritual, I have to meet her halfway, you know. If she's looking more on me and leaning more on me and lead the house and doing more things when it relates to the religion, I have, to, I have to be that. And that's something that I take ownership of, and I don't, I don't shy away from it because at the end of the day, that's me being the man of my household. So that's one of the key elements in our marriage, you know. That's one of the key things that I have been doing more from listening to more gospel, I'm starting to pray more, um, even looking for a church. I'm just certain things I'm just doing just to show the, my wife that, hey, look, I'm here. I'm 100% committed. We're going we in this together. Okay. So um, we're going to switch it up. So I've got another question for you. <laughs> so your experience with, um, we're just going to switch it up, y'all, for real. So, Anthony, your experience with women. Uh oh. <laughs> when I met Anthony, y'all, he just was telling about, like, he wasn't talking, I don't know the names, but he just was telling me stories about all these different people. And I'm just like, how do you, you know, how do you get into it all? You know, not get into it. How are you having all these relationships and stuff, like, or interactions with all these women? Because I feel like I, I, I've never been out there like that, to be honest, you know. But when I met my husband, he was just telling me so many stories. <laughs> <laughs> so I was just all interested and tuned into his his everything. So I just wanted to know. I really been nosy, but like dealing with me, I just think that I'm more hard exterior woman. I'm more tough when it comes down to a lot of stuff. I'm I don't have that softness. So which do you prefer, hard exterior or a soft exterior? Like, cause like some men don't like a woman a woman that's more so like. You know, like, I'm on my stuff. Like, I'm, I'm going to let you, you're going to hear what I got to say. I really want to meet in the middle. You know, in the beginning, I used to get that soft interior. Soon as you, soon as that guard came down, I met, started meeting Mike Tyson. So it was like <laughs> one of those situations where I was tall. I want the soft interior. I got the hard interior. All right, can we pull back a little bit? Let me get a little bit of the soft side now. You done came full Debo Slam Mike Tyson. No, I ain't F all of that. But <laughs> we at a point where I know how to get the south side. I know how to get the hardest here. It's all about how you trigger, how you trigger me. But you still don't answer the question. About which part? You want a softer woman or you want the hard? I said I want one in I the middle. I said you want in the middle. I got, and I got you in the middle now. You don't have me in the middle. I, I was able to squeeze you on in the middle. I just compromise sometimes. But I'm always good. I think I've just I always been like hard body. I don't know why. I mean, honestly, you know, for me, I have dealt with both sides of it. And I would say the average person, and it's just me just speaking in general, may want that soft interior. I mean, I'm sorry, that soft exterior. But one thing that I can say is, with you having that hard exterior, hey, I ain't got to question it. I ain't got to doubt it. Because when some jump off, shoot, she ready to go. She TTG. Always. I had to show him that one time. I mean, honestly, it's one of those situations where when in doubt, she a true 
rider. She gonna come through every time. To a point where I don't be worried about going to nobody. When I go out, we have me and my wife. We're gonna go out, we're gonna hit the club, we're gonna hit we gonna go to the bar, we gonna drink, we're gonna have a good time. We're gonna turn up. And we ain't worried about nobody else around us. We ain't worried about who don't like us. We ain't worried about who watching us. We ain't worried about who going to try to stick us up. We ain't worried about none of that. Like I said, because I ain't never got to question her character. I ain't never got to question what she's going to do with some jump off. Because if something ever do happen, she's going to be right there. Like I said, we thick of these. And that one thing that, honestly, I love about her. Hey, I done seen it one too many times to a point where, shoot, I'm going to jump in. I'm not going to even let her get herself in trouble if it's something that I feel is not even necessary or something that is family-related. Now, if it's something that is a random person on the street, then that's a whole different story. But just something family-related, nah, I don't even want to see her fine acting up. I don't want to see none of that. And I'm going to stop it every time. But if I can't stop and then she turn up, <laughs> we're going to turn up together. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so, now, let's put this question. Now, you speaking about my and what I told you. So, one of the things you always used to say that I was never your type. Elaborate for the, for the part. Oh, <laughs> Oh, you wasn't ever my Let me get that verbalized truth. So the verbalized truth on that is my husband was not my type. I don't think. Damn. No, he was not my type because, like, you're different from anybody I ever dated. When I say, like, not physical like, but, you know, the way you treated me in the beginning, you are more like a softer person, like, than what I had dealt with before. So it just was like you are a gentleman to me, honestly. And I ain't want no gentleman. I wasn't thug. And, like, I ain't saying not that, but I wanted roughness. And I probably didn't need that. You want that rough brokenness. <laughs> I ain't never dated no broke niggas. So, I ain't worried about that. I was dating nice guys, educated guys. And they had a little change, you know. They weren't broke. I mean, I always tell them that from the beginning, for real. I don't think that... Anthony was my type. I even tried to hook him up with somebody else. I'm like, I don't talk to you. But then as I got to know him as a person, and he was very genuine, and he was just like a sweetheart, and I was like, okay, well, maybe maybe we could just try out something, something, and see. And then I've been with him forever, almost 10, about 10 years now. So I ain't going to tell my truth. What's your truth? <laughs> what is it? Tell the truth. Verbalized truth. She saw what she liked it. And she couldn't stay away from it. Oh, no, nah, that wasn't That's it. That's great. East side. No, that wasn't it. That wasn't it. It was like you were jingling and your sex game was straight. <laughs> I could be honest. It was. It was. I was like, oh, okay, like, you know, it was different. So that's my verbalized truth. On so that. what you're saying is so many words. The West Side do it with him on that. I ain't never date nobody from the West Side. I never dated anybody from where I came from. Let's be honest. So everybody before me went in on that. I whatever you say. <laughs> <laughs> nah, you just, 
I never dated other guys from um, like where I came from or nothing like don't, that. Let me, don't let me get her to her verbalize you because she's going to tell it all. She'll tell, tell, tell. I'm going to tell the tale. I sure will. All right. So let's switch it up again to get out Sherry case. Um, that's, I think, the biggest thing. You know, we talked about the love languages. Honestly, man, and this is from both sides, for the fellas and the ladies, you have a little bit of all five. You can't just have one. You can't just have two. Because at the end of the day, all five are kids in a relationship. I have met people that thought they could just give and give and give. Even when I made mistakes in my relationship, oh, let me just buy your love. Let me just give you gifts. But I missed the other four love languages. I missed that because I ain't buying. I don't buy them yet. Period. I ain't need that. But you missing the other four languages. You missing the words affirmation. You missing the acts of service. Because the only thing the gift is doing is showing you that, oh, you messed up, now you're getting gift. But if you provide an all five and you be able to spread it out, now it's the combination. Now you're getting a variety of things. Well, they say like most, like, well, when most men mess up, they buy gifts. I get a lot of gifts. <laughs> I'm just saying, I do. The shade. <laughs> um, I mean, I ain't being shady, but they do say like when men mess up, they buy you gifts. So, but honestly, you know, if you get into the habit of just buying gifts, then it's gonna be, it's not even gonna be a gift. It's gonna be expected. So it ain't no important. It, it's the importance gonna go away because mm-hmm. now I'm gonna feel like something that I'm entitled to. Mm-hmm. It's just like if you. Give your child money all the time. You're going to get to a point where it's entitled. Mm-hmm. Hey, it's an allowance at this point. Mm-hmm. I know every day you're going to give me something. What you got for me this week? <laughs> and that's exactly what it's going to become. So that's why I say if you miss all five of them, just get to a point where you're tired into just doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's just my opinion. Okay. Well, I'll work on my love languages with you. And y'all work on y'all love languages with y'all significant others, boyfriends, husbands, somebody else's husband, girlfriends, side chicks. Don't do it. Don't <laughs> do it. Y'all work on love languages because y'all, you know, they is kid in the relationship, period. So. Hey, guys, if y'all haven't checked it out, check out Trap Love by uh, Cher Cherie. My says one of a good read for anybody, you know, that loves something that that got some good drug banging sets. <laughs> just the whole nine. Check it out, man. It, it's really, it's, it's that heat. You saying that because you're my husband? I'm not. Okay, yeah, like, also, yeah, for real, y'all, I did recently write a book, and um, it's on Amazon. It's called Trap Blood by Sherry Sharice. also posted on my social media. So if you guys have supported, I really would appreciate your support. Not only that, I just want people to just get to know me and my talent. Um, I think, like, once you read the first chapter, it's going to just draw you in. You're going to keep reading. So, ladies, if you haven't purchased my book, um, if you would like to purchase it, you can get the ebook on Amazon. And right now, I just took the price down because I had to order so many because I plan on doing, like, um, like a book signing soon. So, it's going to be down at least to the weekend. So, the price is down now to $12.99. So, you can get a paperback copy. But by Monday, it's going back up to its regular price. So, so um, you got one week. It's on sale. Get it wide hot. 
like I said, y'all won't regret it. This is the first episode of Trap Love. Like I say, more to come. Just keep it posted. Um, the sun put in y'all back pocket. Like I say, even for any couple, I would say this is something that y'all need to check out. Y'all need to read. Simply because it's talk about real life situations. It talk about those different things that people encounter from the single women, the and the complicated women, the married women, the, just the friends that just having a good time. So definitely check it out. Okay. So um, without any further ado, Anthony, do you have anything else for Rebelized Truth? I always got something for Rebelized <laughs> Truth. Like I say, um, guys, I apologize for the wait. The flu had me down bad, but I'm back. Like I say, um, episode two is dropping tonight. Episode three coming down probably this weekend, if not Monday. The goal is to keep the episode rolling hot. And like I say, uh, we definitely got a lot of content we want to publish out to everybody. I want to thank you guys. This is Verbalized True. Check me out on Instagram. Check me out on our Facebook. Okay, and I also have one more thing, y'all. If y'all want us to speak about anything, y'all got topics, ideas, or anything, y'all shoot Ant or me um, a message on um, social media, and we'll love to talk about it. Or if you have a story you want us to tell for you and get way in on it, let us know. Like, we love stuff like this. So, um, hopefully tonight's episode wasn't a little blah, blah, but, you know, we just want y'all to get to know us, honestly, um, as, you know, people. Like, we don't really be talking like that. So, you get to know who we are, um, and hopefully more people would um, want to come in and join the podcast. We're definitely going to be looking for some more connections soon. So, um, hope you guys enjoyed tonight's episode. All right, y'all. Thank you, guys. This is Forever Live True. And my grandma had to finally got my shit together. Told bro, we'll take the sound and we just stick together. Every time bro catch a beat, we do that shit together. I know he got two phones, but I still sent the letter. Cause I know how they feel Don't compare me to no one to rap I feel like my shit real Frontin' bows and fucking niggas hoes Before I got a deal It's love for sure But you done broke the code I don't know how to feel And I ain't told nobody no for real Since I got a meal I'm tied in Now the blood is summer in Atlanta Then lost five friends Mama told me that water was